0: hi there welcome to the keto mindset podcast I'm your host Jim Morrison and this week is episode number 24 and we're going to talk about inflammation this week so before we get started um, let me talk to you about my week this week this week I didn't lose any weight zero I actually gained a couple pounds during the week and lost it this morning when I weighed in but there is there's is water weight that I'm just holding on to for some reason uh, I've been doing really well been watching what I eat uh, this week I did decide to cut out dairy and I actually started that um, just yesterday so I'm cutting out dairy this week to see if that helps to stimulate things and um so that's gonna be a little tough, but I'll, I'll get through that. But I wanna see if that makes a difference. So one of the things that we need to do uh, on a keto diet is you gotta do a little bit of experimentation on yourself. You gotta know and figure out how foods affect you and how foods affect your weight loss. So that's one of the things that we need to be doing when we do uh, keto or if you're doing a different diet you need to know how things are going to affect you so uh, so this week i have cut out i'm cutting out dairy no more heavy whipping cream gonna lay off butter just gonna see what happens here and see if that makes a difference in um, overall health um, and overall weight loss because this is about three weeks now that I've been stalled uh, where I really haven't lost much and so I need to figure out what's going on why is that so anyway let's get into the show this week Um, we're gonna talk about inflammation and inflammation is one of those things that affects everybody we all have inflammation Um, so you know what what is inflammation Um, well you know it's the body's way of protecting itself from infection uh, it also protects us from injury uh, or illness. And, and so when you have an injury, cut yourself some sort of trauma, your body will increase the production of white blood cells. Um, it will also increase the production of immune cells and some other substances that just help to fight the infection. And you'll see this, like if you cut yourself, Um, you'll see it'll get red and swollen and uh, or if you let's say you twist your ankle you'll find that area will get red and swollen and it will also become hot to the touch and that's all your body working to heal itself so it's a good thing but it can also inflammation can also be a bad thing and if you have chronic inflammation not just not just acute inflammation where, like I say, if you cut yourself, you sprain your ankle, that's going to go away. But chronic inflammation is always there. Um, and it happens a lot of times when we are overweight and we're not eating a proper diet. Um, eating sugar and carbs can lead to a lot of inflammation in your body. And not only just... You know the things you can see but it can cause inflammation in your arteries and when you get inflammation in your arteries that's when you start having plaque buildup and that's when you start having heart disease and that comes from eating sugar and eating those carbs that can lead to that um one study in pubmed found that just 40 grams of sugar and that's just that's just one can of soda each day um was enough to increase your inflammatory markers that's a lot um one can of soda i mean we've all you know i know i've i drank a lot of of you know soda when i was a kid um Not so much as an adult, but as a kid, I drank a lot of it. And that just leads to a lot of things. And so sugar um, also leads to higher levels of uric acid, um, which which can trigger inflammation and also insulin resistance, which is something we talked about last week. So like I said, chronic inflammation can lead to heart disease. And we can, we can reduce our inflammation um, just simply by stop eating processed foods and sugar. If we'll get off the carbs, if we'll get off the sugar, if we we'll get off the packaged junk, then we can reduce our body's inflammation and we're going to feel better. We're just going to feel a whole lot better by doing that. And if you've been doing a keto diet for a while, you know that. You know that that is is a real, that's that's real. Um, So if you are eating processed foods and sugar, if you're listening to this for the first time, I urge you to switch to a keto diet and your inflammation is going to get better. Now there's going to be times when, you know, if you're going to fall, Twist your ankle or something—you're going to have inflammation. Doesn't mean that you're you're never going to have it, but we can reduce it on our own just by eating better foods, um, higher quality foods. And somebody said to me the other day, "I have a hard time with keto because it's so expensive." And this is one of the things that we've talked about in the past too. It's not expensive when you. When you look at the big picture, the the money you waste on junk food versus the money you would waste on buying good, proce- uh, not processed foods, buying you know good meats, eggs, cheese, buying good food versus buying chips and frozen pizzas and just junk. You're going to save a lot of money. You're going to save a lot of money in the long run because you're not going to have the health consequences that you're destined for by staying on the standard American diet, which is really uh, killing us. And I don't know about you, but I've seen huge changes in the way we eat as a society just over the last 20 years and so those are the things that we need to change we can't change the world but we can change what we do and that's what that's what I'm trying to do is change what we do you and I what do you and I want to do so um, another thing that can lead to a lot of inflammation uh, is smoking and so I urge you if you're a smoker I urge you to stop and uh and get away from that. Um, another thing too that we've, we've talked about here on the show is stress. High stress is a major factor for inflammation, for inflammation in your arteries and inside your body. Um, you know, I'm big on stress. It's one of the things I talk about a lot is reducing our stress levels. So if you can go and you can take a nice walk, that'll help reduce your stress levels Um, it'll reduce your blood glucose and uh, you know it's good exercise so if you're fighting a glucose problem that's a great way to help get it down help way to get your stress down uh, and just just do it just get out there and and get some good exercise and get a good walk inflammation is one of those things that we really need to be taking a look at because it's it does cause a lot of problems In our body I noticed since I've done keto I don't have as much inflammation as I used to just in my life just you know um, shoulder pain that's inflammation back pain that's inflammation Um, hip pain knee pain ankle pain all those pains that you have like that that's all inflammation and by getting away from the sugar you can stop that I know in the past, um, I would see where if I ate a lot of sugar, my feet would hurt. My joints would hurt. And if I didn't, if I ate good, good quality food, I didn't hurt as much. And that has been true for me since I've been on keto. I don't hurt like I used to. And that's what's important to me. So um, this week... Um, I got a question um, in the email from Amy, and Amy wanted to know when should I test my ketones well i'll tell you um, testing ketones for me, I usually test my ketones when I get home from work, and I use a blood meter and so i'll test uh, i'll test my my ketones and my blood glucose, and that's usually about. Five to six hours after I have eat, eaten anything if you test your if you test your ketones and your blood glucose first thing in the morning what you're going to find is your blood your glucose is probably going to be higher than than it is normally and your ketones are going to be farther down so if you want to test in the morning probably the best thing to do is to wait about an hour um, don't eat or drink. But if you really want a good reading on what you're at, test it about an hour after you get up, that'll help your body will start producing ketones, it'll start burning off that glucose, and that'll give you a good number. But really, the best time to test your ketones, Amy, is to test those when it is most convenient for you. And that's the best way to do it. Um... So, I've I've been testing my glucose a lot more this week and I'm running around 75 to 80. I think 86 was my highest one this week, which that's fantastic. And my ketones um have been running around 1 to 1.2 millimoles and that's that's great too. That's where you want to be. So, Anyway, that's our show for this week. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, If you have any questions like Amy did, send me an email. uh, Or get a hold of me on Twitter. If you want to get a hold of me on Twitter, uh, I'm at RealKetoGym. And if you follow me on there, I will follow you back. And let me know that you listen to the show. I love love hearing from my listeners. And if you want to send me an email, my email address is RealKetoGym at gmail.com. And you can send me an email there, and I'll get back to you. I want to tell you, I really enjoy doing this show for you. I really enjoy doing it for me. I enjoy that people like to listen to what I do and like to follow what I do. And that really makes me happy. And I want you to uh, continue to listen, and I want you to continue to work hard. And remember, you know, we're in this together, and... We are all doing great. You are doing great. I'm doing great. And I'm very proud of you. So let's let's keep it going. So until next week, I hope you guys work hard and, and do great. And I will see you guys next week. And until then, keep it keto.